magical place we could go. So close your eyes and make a wish for the skies with the angriest, flappiest birds and the seas with ridiculous fish. The Dutch Arcade Show is here again. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome to the Touch Arcade Show, episode number 574. What do you want to talk about? Uh, I don't know. iPhone games, mobile stuff. How's your your privacy uh, glasses doing where you just film everybody doing everything without their knowledge? Um, They're cool. The... uh, Honestly, the killer feature of them is the uh, onboard speakers that are Bluetooth that just connect to your phone. Because, like, for you just walk around listening to music all the time. Well, the battery doesn't really last. It depends how much you want to be managing the battery throughout the day, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if mm-hmm. I so I put my glasses on this morning at I don't know, like eight a.m. It's two p.m. right now. Mm-hmm. Um, just having them connected to my phone for like basically notification noises um has me at 70 percent, which is i think pretty good i don't know mm-hmm. you know but like as soon as you start doing anything beyond that like uh having audio on for an extended period of time or mm-hmm. um taking a bunch of like videos or photos and then using the onboard wi-fi stuff to then get those videos and photos off mm, uh, wi-fi pretty, yeah pretty rapidly deletes the battery because um what you do is you open up the what's interesting is that like everything that's sort of janky about these is just a result of them not having like the level of ios integration that um yeah like apple's like you're used to with apple stuff right like yeah um you know like your airpods are a great example of this right like you you load them up you open the case like the it already knows they're there yeah um you know, all sorts of stuff like that, right? And it just works. Whereas these, like you have to, you you do stuff through the app and through Bluetooth. And then like, when you need to transfer data off of them, you use the app and uh, it like creates its own Wi-Fi network that your phone joins. Your app talks to it through that. Mm-hmm. Um which, you know, it, it's all fine. Like, you know, none of it's like, um, you know, bad or anything, but it's just like it, it, when you're, when you're used to like the way that like the Apple watch works and the AirPods work yeah. and, you know, like handoff works between your Mac and your iPhone, it just like has that sort of like layer of requisite third-party jank. That's kind of like reminiscent of um, uh, like, remember the Pebble watch? Pebble watch is such yeah. a good example of this, right? Where yeah. it's like, it's a very cool thing that does cool stuff, but like um, not having the iOS integration that everything else does just sort of made the experience like a little janky. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like you remember how you, you couldn't really tweak your notifications at all. Like it, you just sort of, it was all or nothing. You got what you got. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, so these are the exact same way. Right. So yeah. like um, one of the things you can do is have um your like go into your bluetooth settings and then send notifications to the glasses and then mm-hmm. they'll um actively like ping and 
uh you can even have it like read off who is messaging you but it's mm -hmm. just like it's just it's only getting the data that actually gets sent to him which is like pretty much the same thing that gets sent to like if you have a like car entertainment system that you have your phone hooked up to that like is aware of you getting text messages you know mm -hmm. or let's say like mm -hmm. one new text message from so and so mm -hmm. and the 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 part that's a little frustrating about it is um like you know how iMessage when you're using it on your phone or watch or computer or whatever is like aware of like where you're active, you know? Mm -hmm. Like you don't you have none of that with these. So it's like you can mm -hmm. you can be sitting on your Mac with like an active iMessage window open and every single time you like get a message, you regardless of whether or not you're like you have focus on your computer and are like actively doing it on your computer, like you still will get a notification for like every single one. Mm -hmm. Um, so that kind of drove me crazy. So I turned all that stuff off. I turned the, uh, AI assistant stuff off, mm -hmm. um, and really just use it for like the speakers and the, uh, now they're just glasses with speakers, well, no, they're glasses <laughs> with speakers and a camera, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. and I, I noticed, um, I notice a pretty big difference in uh, overall battery life when it's not mm. listening for you to say the "Hey Meta" trigger word all day. Mm -hmm. um, like that made the difference of me being able to like wear them all day long, which is getting you know like the iOS notifications and things like that. Which I don't know. I kind of I kind of really like that though because like um, that I, I always I felt I always felt like the Apple Watch was useful for that, and that like you could see the notifications you were getting on your phone without like. Mm -hmm. You pull your, your phone, phone out of your pocket yeah. but like in doing that you were doing like the basically like the universal sign for i got better shit to do right now right <laughs> yeah, I <know. laughs> um so i i, I do kind of like how subtle the the glasses speakers are mm -hmm. um you know comparatively like i if when i have the volume down low like only i can hear them and uh you know, I know like the like my new email noise. I know like my calendar noise, text message noise, yeah. and stuff like that. So it's and Discord noise. So it's like pretty easy to like know if you need to take your phone out of your pocket or not. I guess, mm -hmm. um, which I mean, I guess that's cool. I don't know. I feel like we're many years into smartwatches and they're like a normal thing now. Yeah, and I still feel super bad every time I get like a buzz and just instantly look at my watch because that's like. I'm not checking the time. I'm not like, you know what I mean? But I, yeah. I, I'm trying to check this notification for it clear so I can see what it is. And I still feel like bad about that. It's still kind of like a social faux pas or whatever. Yeah, it's weird. So, so I don't know. I mean, they're cool. It, it like, so if you're just using them for speakers, the batteries seem to last about like four hours, um, mm. which is pretty neat. Cause I've been, um, I don't know. I've been doing a lot of reading on my Kindle and then I'll do like the audiobook sort of companion thing. And mm -hmm. um, like when I'm farting around the house or whatever, I'll just like sync up where I'm at in my book and like listen to the audiobook on the glasses for a little while. And how seamless does that work? Because I don't know anything about reading ebooks, but it, the Kindle will stuff? it be like, yeah, will it be like, oh, it's oh like I left magic. off at this chapter and then the audio portion yeah. will come in right where you left off when, when you were reading? Yeah, basically. I mean, it, it doesn't it. know like exactly where you were, but it starts you like on basically the same page, you know, so at worst, yeah. like you might get a paragraph or two of, of duplicate stuff. Mm -hmm. The only the only thing that's a little awkward sometimes is it seems like the actual like, Kindle proper uh, mm -hmm. really wants to conserve battery life. Mm -hmm. um, so you will often need to uh, when you've fucked around a little bit on your phone and like listen to audiobook or like use read on the actual like kindle app mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. uh, the progress of that doesn't always make it back to the Kindle without you like loading it up and like man clicking the sync button. Because mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. it like only wants to connect to Wi-Fi when it like absolutely needs to, as opposed mm -hmm. to your phone is just connected, you know, mm -hmm. all the time. Like I wish I could, it would be a, a pretty good quality of life feature to tell the Kindle like, hey, I'm I am at home and can I charge this thing like every day and yeah. I, I really do don't what you need that, to do. <laughs> yeah, you, like you don't need to be constraining battery to last for a month. Like it's totally fine. I don't care. Um, but that's pretty cool. I mean, I uh, I don't know the the Amazon ecosystem. I'm I'm I've turned into like a pretty huge fan of. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I guess you know as evil as Jeff Bezos is, some of the stuff that comes out of it from his engineers are cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's I interesting. don't know. The, the did you buy a pair of USB C AirPod Pro, two AirPods no. AirPods Pro two AirPod Pros two? No, because I'm a Beats Fit guy, oh. Pro Fit or whatever they are. That's been like the. Have you so? Well, I guess more specifically, have you noticed that this year it seemed like the Black Friday stuff like across the board just like really sucked? I don't know. Like I feel like I haven't been that jazzed on Black Friday for a long time. So I and I also kind of don't pay much attention to it. Um, but I've heard that a lot that people were like, oh, the Black Friday stuff was bad this year. But yeah. I, I, I don't know how much that is like because it's so watered down because there's like five Black Friday ish yeah. big sale events throughout the year. And then Black Friday itself is like a month long. So I feel like when it's more condensed into like this one day, one day only, it feels more exciting and there's maybe more big drops yeah, was, and stuff. That's kind of what I was wondering when I was thinking about because So, you know, I was watching all the, the deal sites and stuff like that over like Thanksgiving mm -hmm. and stuff just as, kind of part of my rotation of junk I was doing while I was bored on my phone. Right. And I just like, it seemed like this year you just like the, the best deal is like $20 off AirPods or something like that. Yeah. You know, like there wasn't, <laughs> there wasn't really anything that was like the, I'm going to go cause I'm going to go participate in a riot at Walmart yeah. mm -hmm. kind of thing, which I don't know if that's a, you know, indicative of like the sales just like lasting all month now. So there really was no urgency surrounding this. If it was yeah. just a lot of online stuff, if it was uh, the deals just not being that great in general. Uh, I mean, I'm fine with Black Friday just going away. I think it's yeah. pointless now anyway and has been for a while. Well, what kind of broke me on on Black Friday was I don't remember who who wrote about it. it was like maybe the wire cutter or one of these other websites that um you know do a lot of like tech review kind of stuff but they got down and dirty on the black friday tv deals actually being mm -hmm. very bad because mm -hmm. like you know they what what these manufacturers are doing and i don't remember the the brands off the top of my head but it seemed like everyone was doing this where they like take the enclosure for like this year's new looking tv right but mm -hmm. it's like the guts and shit of like old TVs with like panels that they want to get <laughs> yeah. rid of and stuff like that. So it was, wow. um, it was, uh, it was R R R tings, R T I N G S.com. I think did mm -hmm. some tests on maybe all the tests on the panel stuff. And it was like, mm -hmm. um, mind blowing how bad the, you know, $200 off doorbuster TVs were compared to spending just a little bit more money and getting like the normal, model yeah TV, i also right? feel like tvs in general are just cheap now anyway so it's yeah. like you can get a pretty nice tv for two or three hundred bucks just regular price so 
back in the day when it was like, oh, $1,500 TV is 800. That's crazy. Yeah. But, uh, right. I don't know. That stuff's just not as impactful anymore, I guess. Yeah. And I, I don't know, like, I, you know, with, with how this has gone over the years, like particularly sales and everything else, like, are there still people out there that are like, fuck, I, I just, I need to replace this tube TV. I'm waiting for Black <laughs> Friday. Like, <laughs> I can't wait kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's really a thing. Like, Maybe it is. I don't know. But um, I noticed like at our Walmart, uh, mm-hmm. they still had like stuff for Black Friday, but it was just like no one was buying it. You know, like they yeah. had um, all these like TVs in a stack and stuff like the you barely get down the aisles and the electro- like near the electronics from all these TVs. And they're just kind of sitting there like I don't. Interesting. Which I don't know. Again, I guess like you could factor in like, you know, is like the weird state of the economy causing people to be like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to just going to skip buying a TV this year. Is that like people figured out that like those models of TVs are shitty? Like, are the deals Mm -hmm. not that good? Are they just going all the time? Like, I don't know. It's well, I've seen a couple different people post um, Amazon shenanigans where uh, a seller will like raise the they raise their price like the day before Black Friday yeah, and then yeah, dropped yeah. it fifty percent so you get the little badge that says half off but it's actually just its normal price which you're not allowed to do and they're supposed to get busted for that but there's so many I mean how do you you know monitor that yeah it but wouldn't surprise me it if makes it me was... think twice it makes me yeah. when I see something like that now I want to go to the like de- the price tracking site and make sure it actually is like a good deal or whatever because I get suckered into that so like oh fifty percent off oh shoot but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So I, I really didn't get anything for, for Black Friday at all. I mean, I bought Lindsay a SD card that was ten dollars cheaper for a Steam Deck. That was that was pretty much it as far as my yeah. Black Friday extravaganza was yeah, concerned. Yeah, but I bought a T-shirt and I bought two pairs of sunglasses on Black Friday. Actually, those are Cyber Monday. Sorry, I bought them on oh, Monday. There you go. So, yeah. Um, Oh, I did. I did get a Patagonia duffel bag because the website had a ten percent off coupon, and their stuff yeah. like never goes on sale. So yeah, you know what a, a a cool thing if anybody uses. I get I, this might be a thing in Chrome too. I don't know, but I use Microsoft Edge, which is basically like a version of Chrome, and um, they have like the built-in like coupon checker or whatever, like the discount code checker. Because I used to do that all the time when I buy something online, I'd go Google like, okay, discount coupon for whatever website. And you'd have to go and you'd click through these like super sketchy sites that would open a bunch of pop-ups and stuff. And you're just like struggling to find like a code that actually works right. And in the meantime, you're probably rattling off a million weird cookies and stuff to your computer. And it always just felt really gross. And then Microsoft Edge um, has it built in and it will like plug them in for you all in a row. So you like click one button and it'll be like, oh, you'll you'll visit a site and it'll be like, um, oh, there's 14 coupon codes for this site. And so you just get to the cart where the discount like window is and it'll plug them all in for you automatically. And oh. I'd say like sometimes you strike out, but more often than not, at least something will work. And I don't have to go through and like copy paste a bunch of weird codes. It just does yeah, it for yeah. you. Um, and sometimes it'll find one I didn't know about. And uh, I've had good luck with that. But um, yeah, well, that's what that's the um, that's like what remember? Honey does yeah, or what, well, whatever no, those little plugins what... are. That's what Honey used to do. So Honey mm. now is like, so yeah, Honey, the Honey uh, plugin used to be like super duper useful because it did the exact same thing. Like you would have it installed, you go to check out mm-hmm. somewhere, you'd push the Honey button, and you would just see it like rattling yeah. through 
like all kinds of codes, you know, like, and I don't know where they were mm-hmm. getting them from, but <laughs> you know, much like what you're talking about with edge, like it's, uh, you usually get something like you yeah. wasn't usually like crazy or anything, but 10 or 15 is pretty likely to get. Yeah. Like most yeah. websites have a sign up for your newsletter and here's a 10% code and, and or whatever, like but... shipping would be free or cheaper yeah. or something like that. Yeah. But then like honey changed to this thing where it was like the, it, doesn't do the coupon code stuff anymore like it used to but instead like now it's like some like uh you get some weird currency uh, that you earn when you like use honey on like websites that support it and then Mm. you can use that currency to like buy discounts or Mm -hmm, whatever mm -hmm. i don't know ever since they switched it got bought by someone and that's when it got all wacky and i quit using it but that's a good tip on edge like i don't even I don't even mess around. With yeah, those. it just pops up in the address bar. Like it'll have a little coupon icon and it's like, hey, six codes for this site. And, and they don't always work. Mac? But... Yeah, you have Edge, Edge for the Mac. Oh. Um, yeah, Edge is great. I, I, well, okay. Edge was great. I think it still is great, but it's starting to get shittier because they keep adding all their stupid AI stuff to it. Mm. And um, other things that are just starting to get where it's like, okay, like the the golden age of this being a really good browser again when it relaunched a couple years ago um i feel like are slipping away as they start to add more like fuckery to it but it's still overall is i i use it over chrome just mainly because chrome is such a resource hog i don't even like open yeah i've always been using safari just because of like the i do mainly too ios integration stuff but the the edge edge stuff for shopping is a good a good tip but yeah i click over to edge for certain things like if something doesn't work on safari and then um, if I the streaming services like YouTube TV and Peacock and whatever run really well in Edge and it's kind of nice to have it like separated out from Safari or whatever. So if I'm like going to stream something while I'm on my computer or something, I'll do it through Edge. But uh, huh. yeah, I'm a fan of Edge. Um, yeah, I just don't I don't mess around with alternative browsers. I don't know why. Yeah, I um, I generally don't, too. I'm like a I love Safari. I think it works. It, it's weird how many people actually hate Safari and talk a lot of shit about it. Yeah, it's when like, I feel like I just what's wrong with it? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I just like don't have an opinion on browsers. Yeah, like, I use Safari because it, I like visit the, websites on it. I mean, the, the biggest default. thing I can say is that sometimes shit doesn't load in Safari. It doesn't work right in Safari just because I guess it's Safari. And then you got to go over to something like Chrome. But yeah, um, that's, that's been pretty rare for me these days. Yeah, like, um, yeah. Unless you have like some real hardcore web app that just like straight up doesn't work in Safari, but I, c- I couldn't even yeah. remember the last time that that, that happened. Yeah, so. I, I posted about this in chat, but I my Microsoft Rewards account got banned, and I think I oh. uh, I, I I mentioned this on the show before, but I'm like a hardcore Bing Rewards person, and um, I started doing this a few years ago because I I actually saw the Fox YouTuber was talking about it, but um. Yeah, you just go on every day and they have all these ways you could earn points, but then you can change, you can exchange your points for um, Game Pass. And so every 12,000 points or something like that, you would get. Um, oh, yeah. I remember you telling me about this. Yeah, you'd get like uh, three months of, of Game Pass. And so um, I just started doing it as like a daily habit and uh, building up points. And just like every once in a while when I they'd get full again, I'd go buy like three or six months or a year of, of game pass. Like I have game pass through September 2026 right now. Oh, and that's shit. how far ahead. And <laughs> I'm, I, I have something like a hundred something thousand points in rewards waiting to be spent, but I'm 
I think there's a cap on how far into the future you can buy Game Pass. And so I think it's a year and a half or something like that. And so I was like, well, I don't want to go spend my points on Game Pass months that they say like, oh, sorry, you can't buy it out yeah, that yeah, far in the future. Yeah, sure. So I've just kind of been hoarding my points for most of this year, I guess. And um, and now, yeah, they came and they banned me. And then I go and Google around like what's going on. And it's like a dumb glitch that hits people sometimes where you get suspended and and sometimes there's just nothing you can do. And I'm like, that's weird, dude. You're killing me like this. Yeah, oh, man. If Dude, it's I can't exhausting. get more hmm? It's exhausting how many like big online things like this. There's just like no recourse for when like yeah. things quit working, right? It's just like yeah, like oh your your Google account randomly got banned because we thought you were a bot. Too fucking. Yeah, bad. sorry. The <laughs> twenty years of equity yeah. you have in your Google account. Yeah, and your tw- twenty years and... of email. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I feel. And this is my Microsoft account that's tied to my Xbox. It's tied to everything. You know what I mean? Like it's oh, if I get it's just the rewards portion that's banned. It's not like I'm banned from all Microsoft everything, but still it kind of bums me out. And um, you know, I don't know. Huh. I'm sad about it. I want my Bing points. And at least I wish I would have spent my points on something before I got suspended in case I don't get it back. Cause I got a good like 10 months of of Game Pass saved up. <laughs> that uh i would like yeah, to try to use that's kind of surprising i, I don't I, I don't i mean i guess i don't know what you really can do other than just hope that a human eventually looks at your support ticket right like yeah i i yeah i set up a support ticket made my case and now i just wait but one of the killer things is one of the being rewards things you do is like you do these three things per there's like a daily set of things to do and it keeps your streak and uh i was like 130 days in a row of doing this and I would have been at like 400 something, but I, I just randomly forgot one day. I was just really busy oh and forgot to do my daily routine and um, missed a day and reset my streak. I was so pissed. But, but um, like, how so much I fucking st- around are you doing to get like $3 worth of goddamn currency? Like, this seems crazy. What do you mean? I Like, you're doing daily quests to get like points worth like five cents? Uh, it's literally just like clicking stuff, right? Oh, like it, you, you click. Uh, there's quizzes that you can do, which take oh like thirty God. seconds, and the the rest of it is just clicking on something that they're trying to like sell you, and uh, that's kind of it. But yeah, I it takes tops like two minutes to go through a whole page, a whole day's worth of rewards, wow. and um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Uh... I got two two years in the bag of of free Game Pass, so. Plus the last couple of years, I've, I've basically paid for Game Pass with that. So I guess as part of your end of life planning, you should include your Microsoft points as your assets that need to be yeah, distributed. That's true, huh? I should do that. Um, <laughs> so you, um, as, a, as a next door enthusiast, have uh-huh. you... Um, I wouldn't describe myself as that, but go on. No, you definitely are. Um, <laughs> have you seen uh, over the last week the... Um, like global panic over name drop on iOS 17. Oh no. <laughs> oh my God. Well, so you know, I haven't even like, used name drop yet. I, I forgot I've about only, it. Only have used it on accident so far. Yeah. Uh, or I guess the, um, I don't know you can like bump your phones together, like transfer a webpage or something like that. I, I like mm. Lindsay and I did it once. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. I didn't know it did that. That's mm. neat. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah. So, like all good things in this world, someone posted mm-hmm. a started up with a Facebook meme mm-hmm. where someone posted <laughs> this thing where it's like, 
oh my god apple's ios 17's got this new feature called name drop that's on by default and anyone that brushes up against you can get your contact steal your information identity. steal your yeah. identity and you get they get everything on your phone and oh my god if you don't turn this off immediately like these yeah. people are going to use this information to come to your house and kill your kids kind of thing you know, <laughs> typical next door kind of stuff right mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. what's wild is that like this um this seemed to have snowballed enough that like police departments are posting what? alerts telling people really? to like turn off their name drop and stuff like that for their own safety and things like that but it's like oh good lord it, it just truly bewildering because like so if you've if you've never noodled with this like basically the the way it works is is pretty cool like you need to have two iPhones running the latest iOS 17 they need to be within mm. like basically like physical contact distance mm -hmm. and then you get this little animation and then both phones need to confirm that you want to you know send a web page or airdrop something or mm -hmm. share your contact information or like whatever whatever thing is triggering at that point in time right so there is mm -hmm. there's no reality that exists where someone like bumps up against you in the subway and like steals your information via name drop but like good fucking luck explaining that to anyone <laughs> wow i have not heard that one but uh i yeah, guess it's, it's not surprising they they on mac rumors they posted a thing that was like hey this is just fake like uh yeah. you know like all this stuff and uh and oh they're so, in on it then well these different police departments have since like doubled down since it's became apparent that it's fake and they're just like Hey, we're just trying to protect people's uh, safety. You know, Jeez. that's all we're trying to do here. And it's like, okay, well, I guess uh, get your tips from Minions memes and you see what happens. So I hate the world. It's uh, uh, really, really something else. <laughs> what uh, <laughs> What did you do? I forgot we didn't record last week. What did you do for Thanksgiving? Uh, nothing. I stayed at home and read my book. Did you eat a whole turkey? Watch TV. No, we got the... Um, uh, so Costco does these like basically like $40 little trays that has like a mm -hmm. turkey breast, a little bit of stuffing, some mashed potatoes, like that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, nice. That's what we did. It was it's fine. Fine. Know. Yeah. I mean, it's nice just doing these holidays that are typically so over the top and involving so many people where it's just like, yeah, we're just going to stay home and yeah. throw this thing in the oven and uh -huh. uh, just like watch TV. Like, it was, yeah, it was pretty nice. I don't know. Oh, and we haven't recorded since I got the new Steam Deck either, right? Because that would have... Oh, yeah. Did you get been... your, your LE? Yeah. Um, well, so uh, I have yet to determine if I have the quote-unquote good screen. Oh, yeah. I saw something about this, and I was like, I don't even want to know. I didn't read any further because I was like, I just don't care. My screen looks great. I'm not going to like find out and then have it in the back of my mind that I have a bad one or something. Well, so I, mean, I just shit, ignored shit, to, it. To me, it's like the screen is so unbelievably good compared to my other one. Like it's hard yeah. to even imagine. That's how I felt. That maybe there's one that's like slightly better. Like, cause I certainly doubt that I'd be able to tell the difference unless I like literally had them side by side. And then it kind of just seems like a personal preference thing or anything yeah. else. Uh, but you know, all, oh, all you know what? Is... Just, I, I'm checking right now. The limited edition finally sold out. You can't get it anymore yeah good for you for getting it yes um yes but yeah it, it kind of seems like what what constitutes like the quote-unquote good screen is like personal preference by youtubers yeah. that has since become yeah. like objective fact right 
Um, and it seems like the LE has shipped with, you know, quote unquote, the bad screen more often than not. <laughs> Which, um, if you really, I just to... remember all this last year when the Steam Deck launched and people finding out there's two different kinds of fans, and one yes. was the good fan and one was the bad fan. And I was, and people would like, oh, I've, I may, I, got one with the bad fan i managed to find the good fan in stock on some aliexpress website and ordered one and it took two months and now it's here and now i ripped my deck apart and now i'm putting it in the good fan and i was just like holy shit dude like who cares just play yeah, your thing wrong with you <laughs> yeah well, or or the people that like so it seemed like for uh at least in the initial batch of shipments the uh steam deck when like so i don't remember what was wrong with me. i think i had a noisy fan but I, I certainly oh, yeah. wasn't like trying to fish for, you know, the good fan or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my fan was like, um, when I would like move my Steam Deck, it would, it's, yeah, it seemed like it yeah. just had a bad bearing or something like that, yeah. it, you know. And if you kept it straight, it was totally fine. But if you moved it at all, it was like grind up against the case and stuff. So yeah. I R made it real quickly. And um, they basically just like sent me a new one, you know, like, yeah. and looking at the tracking, it like very obviously like didn't come from any like, repair depot or anything it like came from the exact same spot my other one came from with the exact same mm -hmm. shipping time and everything else right so mm -hmm. but but i remember there being a lot of people are like oh fuck like my my right bumper doesn't work but i have the good fan like should i just like <laughs> i'm just gonna live should, with it yeah. should i just live with this because i don't want to get the bad fan and then i was like oh god i already made it now i have the bad fan but all my bumpers work and oh my god i don't think there really even was any like discernible difference in the fans beyond like if you use that, uh, what is that guy's like the PC Jesus or whatever his name is? Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. I'm talking about the guy that does like mm -hmm. the <clears throat> like Metal Jesus Rocks or something like that is his name. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't mm -hmm, remember. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. yo, did some like intense infrared like thermal analysis of the airflow of the fan and found that one was you know like 0.1 better than the other or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, uh, it seems like the screens the same so the same sort of situation i did the dead pixel tester things i usually do i didn't that do that either oh, I, don't I, wanna... I usually do that as part of just like getting stuff it seems like you have the most yeah. leeway on getting things like that swapped out when it's like brand brand new as opposed to like yeah oh hey i noticed six months from now like i got a you know stuck blue sub pixel yeah. on the corner of the screen or whatever like um so I'm i always do that just should i do it i don't know should i do that it? test i'm scared um is it just a website you visit yeah, basically just go to the desktop mode and then just Google like Steam Deck uh dead pixel test and it just like goes full screen, you tap and it I'm rotates scared. through the colors and stuff. But um yeah. but yeah, I don't know. It was uh so mine's my screen's good. Yeah. Uh, so did you have um did you you already sold your old one, right? Uh yeah. And the guy has it. So there was a brief period where you didn't have any Steam Deck, right? No, I, I, I had, I sold it like the, I got it on like Wednesday and sold it on Friday. So did you need the old one at all to get things settled on your new one? Did you have any weird transfer no. issues or, or anything? No, I just, um, the, you know, took the SD card out of one, put it on the other. Yeah. Um, before when I knew I was coming that day, I just kind of spent the morning like transferring bigger stuff over. So I didn't need to redownload yeah. it. So I just transferred as much shit as I could onto the SD card and then, mm -hmm. You know, signed in. It just worked. Because I noticed there's and... um, when I had both, I I still have both right now. But when you're running both, and they're both on and they're near each other, it'll be like, hey, you can transfer this game from this other oh, yeah. Steam Deck. I didn't know Did that you was do a that thing. At all? Yeah, so I had I didn't my, either. I just so happened to have my PC on, 
and mm-hmm. was installing a couple things that um I don't even remember what I was installing. Just a couple games that I that mm-hmm. didn't move over or whatever for whatever reason or wanted mm-hmm. to try on the OLED screen that I'd since deleted on my my old one or something like that. And mm-hmm. yeah, like the downloading from like inside of your local network, I was like, fuck, this is cool. And did I don't know if that's a new thing or if I just noticed I don't know it because I had two things going, but um I don't know. Well, it makes and... me think it makes me think, is there a similar functionality with your PC if you have Steam open? And you're logged in the same. Would your Steam Deck be like, "Hey, yes, you could transfer yeah, this what, from this guy over here." That's what it was doing. It was transferring it oh. from my PC. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, it wanted to do it from my other Steam Deck. I don't know. It seems like PC. I guess there, there. It seemed like it seems like on Steam, I've noticed like basically since COVID, there's been like a concerted effort uh, to add kind of like features that sort of uh discourage you from just like going hog wild downloading shit from them mm-hmm. you notice that like mm-hmm. like now it will uh just straight up like not update games that you aren't playing all the time and yeah the games yeah. that you do play it'll like presumably try to schedule on like really off peak times like 4 a.m yeah. or something st- stupid like that so I-, I wonder if this wasn't all part of the same thing of them being like man we got to we're spending a lot of money on bandwidth like what can we yeah. what would be some easy things to do to uh you know solve this problem and yeah 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 i mean shit like if you had Baldur's gate 3 on your pc and you want it on your steam deck i mean like you're saving valve what over 100 gigs of transfer just oh, downloading dude. it locally and probably yeah. way faster i mean i don't know yeah uh the new update coming out for Baldur's gate 3 is like oh this update is 30 something gigs but you need like 130 free to install it so yeah. just a heads up and it's like okay well that's gonna mean a lot of people have to delete some stuff to make room just to update a game and it's like if you can't do that just delete the game and re-download it and it's like oh guys yeah it's like, figure okay, this stuff cool. out yeah yeah but no yeah. like so the the new steam deck i mean like fuck the the screen is great um i have noticed a difference in battery life for sure mm-hmm. i mean like yeah i uh it, it's been kind of nice to what i've been doing with it is not necessarily like always running it plugged in mm-hmm. um like mm-hmm. the other one i would because yeah. because i yeah particularly when you're playing at home next to an outlet you know i'd always just like turn up all the visual settings and just be like well whatever i don't really care if this is a lot in. of power because yeah. you yeah. just plug in who cares um but it's been pretty nice with this one how you can um basically just like kind of plug it in when you're done um yeah you know i i have not run into an instance yet where um I, i'm i'm limited by the battery like i usually have to go do something Same. else or um yeah. you know get get tired of just playing for hours at a time or whatever where where i yeah. just plug it in which is uh pretty cool and it definitely it, it seems to run i mean cooler like that's true as for well sure. and, yeah um I don't honestly like really notice the weight difference. Like I, mm-hmm. I like when I am holding them side by side, it's like, okay, yeah, this one I guess is a little bit lighter, but it's, it's certainly yeah. not like, I don't know. I think that that part I think was a little uh, overplayed by some of the YouTubers and stuff that mm-hmm. were, that were weighing them. Be like, oh fuck, it's 40 grams lighter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, who cares? Because <laughs> it's because yeah. like the thing is like, it doesn't like, sure it's lighter, but it's like, the weight that they took off of it doesn't make the steam deck like a light device right like it's still it's still fatiguing to hold up for a long yeah, time either, like it's still either big model. 
it's still comparatively heavy mm -hmm. um and i guess it's a little less so now so yeah that's yeah the battery stuff i think and the the less fan running i guess it running cooler those are the two biggest improvements i think the screen is nice but i think the screen even on the old one once you tweaked it was fine um this one's like great better out of the box for sure yeah but um I don't, I it's playing, still like games that that have a lot of dark in them like hades and yeah. dead cells and stuff like that yeah. like, this looks oh. so goddamn good that sounds like so good yeah um yeah I, I i still am sort of like in a weird spot of like if you own a regular steam deck is this worth upgrading to and it's sort of like yeah i don't know like, i don't know i think if you could sell your old one for enough to where it's like uh maybe a hundred bucks or something that you upgraded to the new one i think it's well worth it if you need to go out of your way to like run out and get one and and put it on your credit card or something you know like i don't i don't know that it's worth a full-blown spend all the money on it upgrade yeah. but um, if you can make it work like yeah sure also if you don't i don't think you're like you you still have a great steam deck the regular one's still great you know so yeah it's that, kind of that like was a weird thing a, a lot of a lot of my friends are asking like oh is it worth it? is it worth it i'm just like i don't know like kind of yeah. i guess it depends like uh, you know how you value this sort of thing you know yeah. because like um for me you know, like when I'm, when I'm done work with work, like I get off my computer and then like I sit my lazy boy, we usually like eat dinner and watch something on TV and I'll like either be reading something on my Kindle, fucking around my phone or messing Steam around on my Steam Deck, you know? Yeah. And so my Steam Deck is used a ton. So for me, mm -hmm. you know, like I've said before, it was easy to rationalize, you know, cause it's like, mm -hmm. I, I use this thing all the goddamn time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I was able to, you know sell mine so it was the upgrade was only a couple hundred bucks and mm -hmm. that's fine yeah i'm not yeah. it's not super worried about it but like you know at the same time if you're just looking to buy someone a christmas present like just i mean buy buy a 256 used or whatever the the refurb yeah. one is and like you know who cares like if you're like if you just want to get into the steam deck i don't know if it's necessarily like worth like the premium of a new one versus just like getting into it with any of them you know yeah i struggle with that stuff though too because i'm like well if i'm gonna spend 300 dollars on something i might as well spend 500 and get the <laughs> best one ever yeah, but uh, that's not really a good way to think i think yeah probably not um, uh this um conversation just reminded me that we have a email to read um, oh yeah go nuts uh this is from bob gaming noted oh, no. troll please please do not he says, stop talking about the Steam Deck. That is not an iOS device. Oh, great. I, I'm so glad that you've managed to attract him. <laughs> uh, and actually, hey, we have another email, the, a real one. Um, so let's read that too, because this is from Shoes, who's been emailing us a bunch lately. It says, uh, by chance, I saw Eli's name in the credits for Nerf Legends as a gameplay oh, consultant. Boy. Eli, can you talk about what you did for that game and your thoughts on it? Uh, uh, any other consultant stories you have that might be interesting or shed some light behind the scenes on the video game industry? I, mm -hmm. I just, I, so that was released by Game Mill when I was just on as a consultant, and they just have mm -hmm. a studio wide uh, uh, credits file that just goes into the game. So I was working on, I was working on their mobile strategy stuff and just got uh -huh. put into that at the time. And I think I might have helped out with some play testing or whatever when yeah. they were doing big multiplayer tests, but nothing. Nothing super interesting, believe it or not. Like it's uh 
the the sausage being made is not as fascinating as anyone would think it is yeah <laughs> actually kind of boring um, yeah but uh but yeah no i didn't do anything cool beyond a few multiplayer tests to make sure that it works but well, that's boring. I thought you invented the whole game from the ground up. Yeah, I, I invented Nerf. Actually, I went back in time mm. and mm-hmm. uh, invented, this would make a great mobile game. Invented Nerf from the get go, um, <laughs> and then yeah, eventually I invented it to make this game. So that was uh, <laughs> what I was thinking. So uh, <laughs> okay, so the rest of this email says uh, back to house stories. My cousin was up on a ladder right before Thanksgiving, putting up Christmas oh, no. lights by the gutters, and the ladder slid out sideways from under him while he was at the top. He landed on his shoulder, and it broke in three places. Oh, he God. also hit his head on the ladder on the way down and had to get 10 stitches on his forehead. Luckily, he didn't have a TBI, trauma- traumatic brain injury. Uh, it's making me be extra cautious this year about putting up lights. Oh, Stay yeah, safe I, out there. I hate going up on ladders, always. I do, too. I hate heights in general, but like there's something about like um like i went up in like the space needle in the seattle and stuff like way 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 up high doesn't bother me but like a a floor or two like the second story at the mall freaks me out if i look over the railing i get like queasy and something about like it being the right height that you'll probably survive but you'll get severely injured (laughs) makes me (laughs) if it's high enough i'm gonna die it's like whatever so I, you know, when I recently like re-roofed my little patio overhang or whatever, I was up on a, a roof a lot walking around and I was like, every time I had to peer over, I was just like, I, I hate this. I hate the panic attack was coming in. Um, and same thing with like getting on ladders. It's like just high enough to freak me out. And uh, yeah, hmm. thankfully yeah, my Christmas lights, most of my house, I can just reach from my feet, which is cool. And then um there's one part of my house where the roof line's higher that I just stand on a bucket. And, oh, uh, that's easy. Yeah, it's not too bad. Am I? Um, I've I've only ever had single story ranch houses with um, mm-hmm. without really sloped roofs. So like, what I'll do for mm-hmm. stuff like that is like just ladder up onto the roof and then mm-hmm. just sort of like sidle along and do stuff from the top down. Like when yeah, we put Christmas lights on the gutter and stuff like that, which is. In my opinion, way better than moving a ladder five hundred times. And stuff. Right? Yeah, but, that I hate that too. But um, yeah, I, I that that sucks, dude. Like I've seen, I've seen some really scary videos of people, particularly on those extension ladders where the bottom slips mm, out, and you're just mm, like, oh, oh man, yeah, the butthole pucker. Like just watching yep. it, like, eh. yeah. I don't well, know. be careful if you're on a ladder this year. Yeah, just uh, in, in general, I would don't say fall. Well, thanks. Thanks, shoes, and thanks, Bob, for the email. Please yeah. send them in. Podcastjudgy.com. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you, what else should we talk about? It makes me want to talk about Steam Deck more, but um, did you have uh, been doing any MiU stuff lately? I feel like that's a, a um, weekly topic now. Yeah. So I'm actually uh, have been messing with the Pico 8 stuff, which is extremely mm. cool. And you were right okay. that I did, um, I did own the license already. Um, oh cool through i think actually both bundles that i bought mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so i don't know but but yeah it's just, i mean like that that's like so much better than i was expecting it to be like the the it, like 
it almost seems like it outplaydates the playdate in a way, you know, because it's yeah. like, yeah, right. I, I the games aren't at least the ones that I try. I've tried a lot of like kind of like the wink, wink, nudge, nudge kind of like remakes or I guess like yeah. remakes or whatever. Yeah, yeah people yeah. call them. And they're all pretty cool. I mean, like, and they didn't mm-hmm. really, they didn't so strongly vibe as like mini games as the playdate stuff does. Which yeah, is kind of a weird thing. Because yeah. they're they're free, or at least all the ones I tried are free. Right. As opposed to spending 10 bucks or whatever on some simple thing, you know. Yeah. I feel you. I um I I I sat down with the intention of like I'm gonna mess with my MiU, I'm gonna put DS on there and I'm gonna do the Pico 8 stuff or whatever. And then I got sidetracked and never got around to it. But like it was pretty easy, right? Like, don't you just like drag and drop some files and that's yeah. kind of it? Yeah, I mean, honestly, the the hardest part was just like um, figuring out like the specific path that those files need to go into. And that was just mm-hmm. kind of a matter of watching the Retro Game Core guys, yeah. you know, because it's not it, it's just a little bit deeper in the directory trees than I mm-hmm. usually mess around with, you know, but wasn't hard or anything. It just yeah, put the files in the right spot, boot your thing up, and then you're good to go. Yeah, cool. you got to do that um yeah i uh zeb in our discord longtime touch arcade uh associate has um finally caved and got a uh a miu and uh yeah i'm i'm i told him i was like just get it i don't think you're gonna not like it you know did I mean? you see like, well you... so the miu mini subreddit or the r slash me or whatever it is yeah. um there's been a few different people that have been posting i, I linked you one the um a few different people have been posting uh, analog there. I'm sorry, the, the D-pad plus buttons themed off different things, you know, on Etsy, mm-hmm. like the the one that I'm. Oh, those things that you linked to me. Yeah. The one that I'm pretty close to ordering is someone put together um, a uh, D-pad and button set that is like almost identical to the analog pocket. Yeah. Um, but fuck, like these, it's, it's, it's such a hard thing to kind of like rationalize here. Right. Because it's like. Yeah. You paid almost like it's this is probably like one of the cheapest like devices that I own that I like use on the regular, <laughs> right? Like yeah. Um, and if if you're patient or you know, buy it from speaking of another good way to pick one of these up, apparently I haven't done this myself, but I've read about it, is like the TikTok shop now, I guess. Uh you can buy hmm. stuff through TikTok. Apparently, there's a few different places like that are selling them direct out of China. Hmm. Um and like they're like 30 or 40 bucks or something like that. Really? Um, but it comes with the caveat of like, you need to feed your information in the TikTok shop, which I'm just like, right. not, <laughs> probably not great. Um, ordering it from China. So it will take forever to ship mm. and you're saving, I don't know, 30 bucks maybe, which I mean, is significant, yeah. you know, it's not, not an insignificant savings on that kind of thing. Right. But yeah, but so you know, if you can get these things as cheap as $40 and then you like look on Etsy and you're like, Hey, the button pack is like 15. And then because it's not (laughs) shipping from Amazon and it's like, you know, shipping for someone that's like going to the post office and like sending you a package. Now there's like another $10 on shipping. So like, am I going to spend $25 to mod something that doesn't cost that much more? Like, I I like those. So the buttons you linked are like the ones that are the, the analog pocket ones. And it's, smooth d-pad right so there's no yeah. little indents in the d-pad which i think that's cool and then um the buttons are two convex and two concave 
which mm-hmm. I think is nice too. Cause I always, I always appreciated the, that you can tell the difference of the buttons by feel that way. Um, I think the only thing that stopped me is that they're only in black and I can't see somebody small like that doing like a multicolor run of buttons, but maybe, well, I don't but know that he's making them on his 3d printer and then doing some oh. kind of like finishing work on them to, they look very finished for 3d printed. Yeah, he, the the dude's been really active in the subreddit. Like, I think he does like some mm. crazy sanding process that like brings them all up to like the highest grit to get rid of like all the three D printing marking lines, and then he seals them up with something. So I'll have to see because um, my white my white model has colored buttons. I want to say the black one does too, but I haven't looked at it in a while. It's still in the box. Yeah, both of mine. I have the both of mine are black, and they've got the colored buttons. Oh, okay. Um, I should. I don't know. Should con, I use, what should convex, I do with this black one? Hundred percent convex colored yeah. buttons and yeah. like an NES style D pad. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But then um, I was like, I was like looking into it, and I was like, all right, well, uh, if I'm gonna open this thing up and start replacing things, like, what else can I do to it? That There's, too. Yeah. <laughs> so well. Yeah. That is a rabbit hole of like, oh, do you want a better battery? Do you want a better yeah. speaker? Do you want like this, that, and the other thing? And I'm just like, oh my god, like. I'm going to, if I go down this rabbit hole, I'm going to have like a $200 Mew Mini. And it's like, what's even the point at that? Yeah. At that well, I'm also like, um, I don't really want to open that thing up too. You know what yeah. I mean? I'd rather just leave. Everything works fine. Like, I don't want to screw something up too and have this thing that I love. I mean, it looks fairly. I'm an idiot. I watched it's probably video. easy, but. It looks fairly simple in that. Like, you just take off the screws on the back and then kind of the back comes off the battery comes out you lift the motherboard out and just replace the batteries in the front mm, mm. uh there's like a ribbon cable for the screen yeah that, and that looks like the trickiest part is just picking that that off and putting it back in which i mean it's a fairly simple standard connector so that's true i don't, I don't know. know i don't know i just i just i kind of don't it's neat that it exists yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and and what I like so much about like my MiU family of devices is like they're cheap enough that I don't need to care about them, you know. True. Yeah. And I can just like throw it in my pocket and not worry yeah. about like if it's getting messed up or whatever. And if that's I true. suddenly have spent all this time modding this thing out, like I and that's the one you lose. You're gonna be bummed. <laughs> yeah. Or or mess it up somehow or mm-hmm. whatever else. It just uh, I don't know. But it's cool that people are doing this stuff, though. I guess. Yeah. Big community behind the Miu Mini. Yeah. Such a good and device. The uh have you been following the developments with the DS stuff? It seems like that's also just continuing to get better on it. I haven't um, really followed along. Um, it seems like they're just updating it like all the fucking time. I'm waiting and for it to be part of the OS update, and that's when I'll probably I think you can so, select the beta branch on, on the over the air update and it's mm. in there. I could be wrong on that though. I'm not really sure. Um yeah. But it, people are making it sound like it was super easy to use. But I don't know. Like I, I just like can't really come up with like any DS games that I'm like that hard up to play. I'm sure I could. Like I have my 3DS still, which uh, I've been thinking about actually playing lately. But um, I have a handful. I think four or five DS cartridges that I kept from when I sold my DS Lite a while back. Um, where I was like, I want these games. It's like Contra Four, and I think like the first new super mario brothers or whatever because i wanted them both i still i have i have all of my 3ds games all the castlevania games i still have um i I think there's a lot of stuff that would work good on on a single screen um but yeah i just haven't got around to messing with it yeah no for for sure i mean like the um 
there's a lot of stuff that particularly if you use a little like picture in picture thing for um mm -hmm. you know like like for on like mario kart like the map shows up in the picture in picture yeah and stuff like that yeah um i don't know it's it seems neat i'm 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 glad that they're doing it i mean it seems yeah it seems really cool but i don't know yeah yeah. Um, so have you been following the drama with uh, Marvel Snaps publisher Newverse? I they're getting out of games, right? Is that the gist of it? Yeah, but well, they're gonna not shut down Marvel Snap, I guess. Well, I don't know. Like so that that's what remains to be seen, right? So um the Marvel Snap developers uh basically gave the only response only public response that you could give for something like this right where they're just like oh nothing's you know nothing's gonna happen everything's fine guys. everything's cool <laughs> don't worry about it um yeah. all this kind of stuff right because like what else can they say it's not like they're gonna make a public statement and be like oh fuck like we don't know what's gonna happen with the license like yeah you know yeah, this yeah, this yeah. is potentially pretty bad like uh I, we don't have any control of what happens to the game or you know like right all these things that could be happening behind the scenes like they're not gonna fucking come out and say that because like they need they need everyone to believe that everything is fine and everything might be fine to be fair. Like mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I don't have sure. any insight on this beyond like it really, it would not surprise me at all. If um, it turned out that the only party that was making money on Marvel snap is Disney though. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, Cause I, it just, it like the whole thing just seems odd to me because like um, you know, there's been a bunch of, and you know, who knows, about the how much money the game's actually making, right? Because everyone just like borrows the figures on App Annie or Sensor Tower or whatever. Yeah. And it's questionable how accurate that kind of stuff is. And um yeah. but you know it's it, it seems like most of those different sites are in the consensus that it's made over a hundred million dollars, at least like gross in that purchase revenue, hmm. right? Um hmm. but I just like I just like don't know. You know, like if Disney yeah if Disney has some like really crazy licensing terms with them where it's like they get paid first mm -hmm. or whatever, like I could see them being in a situation where like they're either not making money or worse, not making enough money to be interesting to anyone. Yeah. And are just kind of in this like weird limbo where you've seen them do that with movies and stuff too, where it's like, yeah, well, shut down something that's not that's profitable just because it's not profitable enough, which is well, ridiculous. right. I mean, and and you know the th the thing with Disney too is like, fuck. Remember, this is a company that had um, Disney Infinity, which was you know the the Toys to Life thing that I think oh, right. was like ten years old now, maybe or or more. Yeah, it was, it was a while ago. Three hundred and sixty, maybe. I don't remember what platform I think so, it was, yeah. but you know, it was it was toe to toe uh, with Skylanders, and I would mm -hmm. I would argue it you know, just the default popularity of Disney IP made it more popular than Skylanders. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, um, mm -hmm. you know, when it was, when it was available and stuff, it was like you, any, any store that sold uh, video game stuff, you know, whether Walmart, Target, you name it. I mean, like, fuck, I remember Walmart, it, all. it was yeah. like they had an entire goddamn aisle in the like, yeah. department of <laughs> Disney Infinity stuff. Right. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's, it's real tricky to me to kind of like make any sort of reasonable assumptions on like what Disney's going to do with all this stuff because like mm -hmm. a we don't know how much power Disney has from a licensor I would assume it's a lot because it's mm -hmm. Disney and b like how much do they care about this game really continuing to exist when mm -hmm. they have a history of 
doing these things that to like anyone else would be like wildly successful, right? Like, yeah, like yeah. imagine, imagine the things that like Bobby Kotick and Activision would have done to like have the shelf space for, of Disney Infinity, you know, like it would, right. it would probably, it would probably do literally anything, right? And to Disney, it's just like, oh, whatever, we don't care. Like, we already dominate, <laughs> we already dominate half the toy yeah. department. Like, this is just mm. a distraction. Like, it's making money, but like, who cares? And, uh, you know, while we're at it, let's just close the dozen medium to high profile game studios that we bought that have made all sorts of cool stuff because we're just kind of over messing with games. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's frustrating <laughs> when you're dealing with that kind of company. It's like, what what is the success threshold mm-hmm. that a game needs to have in order for Disney to be like, oh, no, OK, cool. Like, let's let's figure this one out, guys. Like, we don't want this thing to go away, you know? Yeah, because I yeah. don't know. Like it, it seems like Marvel, <laughs> Marvel contest of champions seems like it just absolutely prints money. I don't know what they, right. uh, you know, like what their totals are at these days. I haven't had no reason to look into it in the longest time. But, um, I, I guess I would just be surprised if everything was truly business as usual with Marvel uh, yeah. Snap and yeah, and they have. And they end this with like the autonomy that it seems like it's making they're they're making it sound like they have, yeah. Um, in the statements that they've made, because I just I don't know. It would seem it would seem like the license would belong to the publisher, not the developer. Yeah. And if oh, the publisher is going away sure. or they're selling the publisher or whatever else, like those, that agreement would probably go with that. Assuming it's even transferable, like that's the other thing too. Like, I don't. There's there's just so many things in this that that seem like our real problems that I don't know. It'll be mm-hmm. curious. To, I, mean, I, I hope it doesn't go away because it's a genuinely good game, you know, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what the answer would be too, if it was like, okay, well, we're going to lose a Marvel license. Like we, you can't, change every card art to generic superheroes or i mean i don't know I guess you could try it's but... an interesting question though because like you know it, the to, to me what makes marvel snap a good game is i mean don't get me wrong like i enjoy marvel stuff i mean who doesn't sure. right but just in mm. general sense so it's like i appreciate that the cards are marvel and like mm-hmm. the um enormous pool of different art styles and stuff they have is made for a bunch of like really fun variants on you know card mm-hmm. art and things like that and that just mm-hmm. that ip really lends itself to that sort of thing very naturally mm-hmm. um but you know if they re-released marvel snap as like i don't know warhammer snap or something else as one of these <laughs> other ips that are you know easier and cheaper to to get and deal with like i don't yeah think the game would be any worse but i it would be a kind of an interesting thing to see how people would take to like, okay, well, I guess I'm just rebuilding my collection, except it's uh Warhammer. I mean, I think at that point you have to just relaunch a new game, right? Because you're going to have to redo all well, you know, of but the I'm saying, You're going to have to, I'm saying if you're, are, do your whales come over, you know, like the people that yeah. spent thousands of dollars in Marvel snap, are they like, oh, all right, well, fuck yeah. it. Let's, let's go. I don't know. Um, so. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's so. kind of a uh, hopefully nothing bad happens on Marvel Snap, but I mean, I would think so too. I, would, I certainly hope so. But like, the, Disney does not have a great track yes. record right. of uh, reasonable uh, moves in the gaming space, it seems like, you know. Yeah, that's fair. So, I, don't know. I hope it doesn't go anywhere, or 
you know, if they do end up shutting it down, it would be cool if they did like one of those things that some free to play game uh, publishers or developers, or whatever, done where it's like, yeah. Well, or, no, just like be like, all right, everything in the stores is free for, oh, yeah. You know, like yeah. the next, uh, we're sunsetting it in four months, everything's a dollar or everything's free or, yeah, whatever yeah. else. And you can just kind of, you know, go nuts, uh, like getting all the cards and just having fun. And, yeah. You know. I feel like there's been more than a few games that have done a bunch similar. of them do that. Uh, yeah. like, like stuff like that, where it's like, hey, we're shutting down, everything's free. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I got all my fingers and toes crossed that it turns because like the developers, the old Hearthstone developers, they're like genuinely, I mean, I I know them. They're genuinely cool people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I don't want like them to have to deal with any of this bullshit, which I'm sure totally came out of left field and had was, you know, nothing that they had anything to do with. Right. Like that's yeah, sort of the other thing. Right. So, yeah. I um yeah, I don't know. I uh I hate situations like this. I hate I guess it's not a mobile game only problem, but it kind of is predominantly yeah. mobile games that go through stuff like this and yeah, totally it, it reminds me of like what Snapchat did with all their games, right? Like remember yeah. um you know like the half brick guys turned into pretty great and then they all worked yeah. for Snapchat making those like different Snapchat games which like emoji uh emoji party I think it was called. It was like genuinely really good fun game that they just snapchat yeah. just you know some random tuesday was like yeah we're done with games we're, yeah. we're killing all this but uh, go do something else yeah yeah you know? um i was gonna hit on this real quick uh that this week um hitman what's the subtitle blood money hitman blood money released on mobile did you check this out at all oh no as is it on it's 15 dollars a premium, um, premium price yeah it's premium price yeah this was feral interactive who does all the great uh like pc ports of of games like grid autosport and stuff um i'm looking at trailer this oh, right now this I is don't... a 2000, 2006 so i never played this one this would have been in the uh 360 playstation 3 era although i think it's been re-released several times like hmm. remake hd remakes and stuff but um yeah i I don't. I have no recollection of this game. Like it's it's to me the Hitman series was a lot like Assassin's Creed, where it was like the first one or two was super cool. Yeah. And all of a sudden it was like, all right, we really sit one of these every six months. <laughs> I think it lost the plot for a while there, and I think this was one of the like return to form games. Okay. Um, and then I think it kind of continued to lose the plot for the next few releases until the big reboot from like 2016, which is like the most recent trilogy. Um, those are supposed to be really good. I think I own those on Steam or something, but I've always wanted to play through that trilogy. But I haven't played Hitman since like PS2, like the first two, yeah. I think, are the ones I played. So um, I'm curious to check this one out. Mikhail reviewed it, gave it a solid five stars, says it's basically awesome. And all I've been hearing is positive reception to it or whatever. Um, also that it plays, it has controls report, but also because it's a slow pace kind of game, it works well with touch controls too. Mm. Um, and I think... This was, uh, it's always been kind of a hallmark of the Hitman games, but I think this was like the first game that really pushed it even further into like, not quite sandbox territory, but gave you so many ways to like take out targets that it was like, you could get really creative with stuff. Um, and so I'm so, sort of curious to experience hmm. that, but that's yeah, yeah, a check big... it out. I, 
as I was looking at the Assassin's Creed games during the last the Steam Fall Sale or whatever, because you could buy, mm-hmm. I think, every Assassin's Creed game for hundred bucks, mm-hmm. or maybe not like the new new one, mm-hmm. but it was like a absurd amount of them uh, for a hundred dollar mm-hmm. bundle, and it was just like games I didn't even know existed. That would you ever get around to playing them? Is the no, question. that's why I, that's why I didn't buy it because I was like, this this is there's <laughs> I just did that. I just did that song and dance because the Yakuza games are all on sale right now. And Mikhail's like the authority on that sort of thing. So I was like, well, I've never played Yakuza games. Um, he he like recommends like Zero is a great starting point and just a good game in general. And I guess storyline wise or whatever, it's the, the beginning. So, um, yeah. you know, you could buy Zero by itself for 18 bucks on sale or you could buy Zero and then the like remake all of, them, of, right? of one and two for 18 bucks or something. So it was like... Yeah. Okay, obviously I'm going to at least get that. But then if you want to spend 35 bucks, you could get like zero through six or something like that. And so I was like, man, should I spend 35 bucks to get all these? And um, I finally decided I got the bundle because it made it made zero sense to buy the game by itself. That was basically the same price as at least the first bundle. Um, So I bought the one that came with zero and then the one and two and maybe three remakes. Um, And so... Yeah, I told myself, I was like, if I play through these, then I'll buy the other ones when they're on sale down the road. Because they'll go on sale all the time, I'm sure. But uh, I'm interested to uh, play through those games because they're supposed to be really good. So. Yeah, I've, I've heard a lot of good things about it. I had a lot of people saying you should buy this bundle, but I just... I. It's the I same know. deal where it's like, okay, like I'm going to spend 18 bucks. 35 is like double that, you know, so... Yeah. It doesn't sound like a lot for how many games you get, but also if they're games I never play, it is a lot of waste of money. So um, we'll see. That's that's my goal is to play through the first Yakuza game. Going to how long to beat uh, Yakuza 0 takes 30 to 60 hours. So good luck with that. Oh that's, ugh. Ugh. that's a big time commitment for me. I started playing Cyberpunk and um, I haven't really gone back to it. Well, actually, I tried to the other day and it crashed my Steam Deck, or it made it hang. And I was I was messing around with the settings. I don't know what I did, because um, that's one of the games that supports HDR. That's another thing about the OLED Steam Deck, is it supports mm. HDR, which is kind of a big deal, but not mm. a ton of games like utilize it or, or whatever. So um, I was like, this will. I'm already playing Cyberpunk. I'll see what the HDR is like in this game. And um, I toggled it. There's a couple different options for it, and I tried them out. I actually thought it looked worse. And so I went back to no HDR and thought it looked way better, but um, something happened where it just hung and I had to reset my deck and all this stuff. And so I just put it away for the night and was like, I don't want to go through that again. So I don't know if my cyberpunk is screwed, but I really haven't played it since I spent a couple hours with it the first time a couple weeks ago. Um, That's kind of was going to be like my triple a game to be spending time on lately. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't really doing much for me either, though. I only went through the first few missions and stuff and all all the onboarding, which is kind of lengthy. But um, I don't know. It was fine. Like, I, I wasn't, like, excited to go back and play it. Right. So I don't know how I feel about it now. Yeah. Um, no, it, it looked what, great. What had me sort of on the more on the fence than I probably should have been on the Assassin's Creed bundle was like most of those games until they switched to like the super open world ones recently mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. are like five to 15 hours long for like the main campaign you know mm-hmm. i was like oh, that maybe is doable but like which i love that yeah like because i i think i own 
uh, either Origins or Valhalla, one or the other. And it was just mm-hmm. like very much uh, going through the motions of every other open game world imaginable, you know, where yeah. it was like, all right, cool. Welcome to the game. Let's show you the giant map. Okay, cool. Let's show yeah. you how the crafting works. Let's show you yeah. how, yeah. Uh, like the most basic like fetch quest works. Okay, yeah. cool. And it's like, oh man, I just like don't have it in me to play a single player MMORPG right now. Yeah, I I don't want to talk shit about like Breath of the Wild because I love that game, but going back and playing the old Zeldas that were structured made me appreciate it so much more. Yeah. And I, I, I wish that for every game. So I feel like every game now has to be like a hundred hour open world epic thing. And I just want to play like a 15 to 20 hour streamlined experience. You know what I mean? Which you can do. You can just follow the main storyline of those games and beat it and then be done with it. But it's yeah. hard to do that too. When there's so much stuff like being like, Hey, go get all these side missions, go do all the side stuff and you want to do everything. So I don't know, but yeah, I feel like I just, Cyberpunk's very much going to be that way, where it's like, yeah, you can follow the main story, but yeah. there's all this other stuff too. I guess I just like don't like, uh, you know, like the nineteenth installment of Assassin's Creed enough to be like, all right, let's right. drop in for sixty hours, as opposed to like <laughs> yeah. the Zelda games. I definitely do like enough to be like, right. okay, well, like let's let's do this kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, Hitman Blood Money out now, worth checking out, and then next week is a big week because um the the uh exclusive to apple arcade new sonic the hedgehog game is launching and it looks awesome mm-hmm. yeah and mikhail actually was able to interview uh one of the studio directors behind the game at Hardlight studios uh good interview there i'll link that in the um podcast post and then uh sean actually got the game early and should have a review ready for when it launches the fourth oh, cool. or fifth I think Tuesday, the fifth. So, um, which is an odd Apple Arcade launch time, but whatever. Um, that's very exciting. And then also, I think next week or the week following is um, Netflix got all the GTA trilogy remake games, right? So they released those enhanced remakes, and it was a disaster on PC a year or two ago. And um, I guess they've been pretty much fixed up since then, but it's still, I don't know. But they've always been destined for mobile. We posted about it a bunch and, yeah, and stuff yeah. and never heard like a date. But Rockstar's come out a couple different times been like, yeah, the mobile stuff is still in the works or whatever. Well, finally, this week, we found out that uh, Netflix landed those games. And so if you have a Netflix subscription, you'll get the updated remake versions of the first three GTA games, which is uh, cool. I don't know. I, as long as they don't remove the old ones, I'm fine um, because the old ones are great on ios it seems like apple doesn't care anymore with like having multiple games versions of the same game on the app store i mean like that used to be like such a big deal and now there's whatever yeah you have the premium version you can have the the free with ads version you can have the netflix version now like we don't care yeah there's multiple games now that have three versions because there's an apple arcade there's a netflix and there's a regular and now like crunchyroll has a service that's similar to netflix where if you're a crunchyroll subscriber there's like five or six games they launched that you can access for free. Um, I don't think they've doubled up. Two of them were previously released games, but they actually removed the originals and and re-released the Crunchyroll versions, which I'm not super big fan of. Hmm. Um, But uh, yeah, I guess, I mean, if Crunchyroll somehow landed a game that was already on the App Store three times, you could potentially have a fourth version of a game, which is funny. I mean, it really makes me wonder if there was like uh, someone at Apple who was like, no, I am... I will die on the hill of you can only have 
one version of an app. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And and then that person just left and they're like, oh yeah, well fuck it. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> finally they retired. We can re-release games over and over. Yeah. Because um, I mean, like honestly, it I don't think it makes a ton of difference. I mean, like I guess maybe it's a little confusing if you're searching for something specifically, but yeah. I mean, like I, I wouldn't surprise me if very few people are searching the app store for things, looking at the featuring stuff versus just like clicking an ad somewhere or being yeah. referred in through something else or whatever yeah. else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, but anyway, yeah, good, good time. I, I, the end of the year, I feel like December is always like the heavy hitter time for some big releases. And it used to be because they froze the app store, which I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think the app freeze is really what it used to be like now. They, but yeah. It's, it's definitely not. I do think think a lot of people try to get things out in time for like holidays. Cause, um, <laughs> there's a lot of people spending time with family and maybe they're chit chatting about what game they're playing on their phone or want something to do while they're bored with their family or whatever. So um, it's cool to see all these big games coming out right now. Yeah, I feel um, like I feel like an email that was um, something to the effect of either app store approvals were going to get really slow or they were going to pause mm-hmm. or something. I don't remember what they're doing this year, but it's, I don't remember not, the, not the total freeze, but definitely like you want to get your shit in order before yeah holidays because if you have some like total game breaking bug that needs an urgent update you're gonna have some problems you're gonna be screwed yeah Yeah. um yeah i uh i'm i'm super excited for this new sonic game i don't know how much you care about sonic i don't think much but uh i don't really yeah yeah i um i just think it's funny that uh like the best looking 3D Sonic game to come along in a really long time is on Apple Arcade. And man, that has people butt hurt. I mean, it looks cool. Um, it's cool as shit, but I just like, cool. I don't know. Yeah. I just, um, I'm just not a Sonic guy for whatever reason. I don't just always yeah. gravitate towards like, you know, Nintendo stuff and Super Nintendo yeah. Genesis stuff. And yeah, you know, I really like Sonic CD though. Sonic CD remake is yeah. incredible, but it's kind of, kind of where I stopped. Actually, that's one of the games I'm playing on Steam Deck right now, Sonic Origins. Did you do you have that at all? Well, if you uh, don't care about Sonic, you probably don't. But uh super I think it's super good. I there people will nitpick about Sonic re-releases because there's some people so intimately familiar with like the the original Genesis versions that they'll know like this isn't quite right or this is, you know, whatever. I'm not one of those people. I think everything feels and looks great. And it's awesome because they string together all those games into one cohesive thing with like brand new cutscenes that ties everything together. And that I get a lot of satisfaction about. So I'm I'm in the middle of like Sonic 2 right now. Hmm. But um it's just rad that you can like play them all in order as one big game. Um, and then there's tons of like bonus stuff or whatever. Sonic Origins, I think is great. Um, if that happens to be on sale. But that's been kind of like my low uh not a big heavy like my light gaming has been Sonic Origins and then my heavy gaming has been geared towards uh, cyberpunk, but hmm. yeah, I don't know. Just uh, never got into it for whatever reason. Yeah, That's okay. Um, all right. I'm fizzling out. Let's all call right. it. Uh, good. Anything going on next week that we won't record? I don't think so. I don't think so. We'll probably be all right. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening to this week's episode. And as always, check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash touch arcade or do your Amazon shopping. Black Friday is over, but you can still buy stuff through toucharcade.com forward slash Amazon. That stuff helps us out and uh, helps keep the site going. And always 
Send us emails at podcast at toucharcade.com. If you want to talk about MiU Minis or Steam Decks, we are a Steam Deck podcast officially now. Yeah. Uh, we only very lightly touch on iOS gaming, which that, that actually is true. <laughs> um, but we love getting emails and reading them. So shoot us an email. And with all that, thanks again for listening. We'll be back with another episode of the Touch Arcade Show next week. See ya.